Hey, and welcome back to the Ladies Mixed Tech Missions podcast. We're glad to be here again with you today. Today, um, we have with us Dodie and Lydia, and my name is Sarah. And so today we're going to be talking about the baptisms that we've had here in the past year or so that have taken place. Um, we are super excited to just share with you a little about about what happened leading up to them and what the days were like. So, um, so far we have had three separate baptisms and the first one uh, was four people. Dodie, could you tell us a little bit about what happened leading up to this baptism? And um, then we'll talk about that day itself. Well, in our strategy, um, we do really enforce um, the importance of taking a step of faith in baptism um, because for the people here in this culture, it is um, like we know that they're really in, that they're really committed if they're willing to be baptized because it's a statement before the community that um, they are making this decision to um, to be different, to be a Christian and not to follow the traditions and customs of the, of the, um, culture. And so, um, but that week leading up to it was very stressful because, um, they were wrestling with it and they knew what it meant to make this decision. They were fearful that perhaps, you know, they were going to be persecuted, um, because in the past people have been, um, you know, maybe, put in prison or put in jail, I mean, for a few days or, um, find, um, their property taken, things like that, just, um, because of their decision to follow Christ. And so they were fearful. Um, but we reassured them, um, that God was with them no matter what, and that it was important that Christ was worth it. And, um, and so it was kind of a back and forth, like, you know, are they going to, are they not? But then they finally agreed um, to be baptized. And at first it was just the mom and dad, um, the parents, and, um, they had two teenage children that we spoke with, um, also in our home and, and asked them where they were at and whether or not they were ready. And we, you know, we're not going to, um, you know, really suggest that they be baptized if they weren't ready. And, and it was okay for them to say no, um, in that moment. And they did, they said they weren't ready, but, um, on the day of the baptism, um, everybody, the whole family shows up at our home and, and we carpool out to the place, the location that we had selected as a team. And, um, and so we're celebrating with this couple as, um, they make their, public, um, profession of faith and baptism, obedience and baptism. And I was looking at the teenage girl, um, that whole time. And, and I just, um, I had remembered that my husband had, had told her in our home that he would ask her again on that day. And then just with the busyness and the excitement of the day, he didn't. And, and I was looking at her and it was almost like, she, I could tell a difference in her face that she really wanted to. And so I, I reminded him, I'm like, why don't you ask her again? And, and we were already like starting to leave. And, um, and so he turned to her and he said, do you want to do this? And she said, yes, yes, I do. Like without hesitation and, um, ran down to, um, the river where they were baptized. And so, um, both she and her, um, brother, um, were, were baptized then also that day. And it was just really exciting, um, because you could see it in their faces that they had counted the cost and they were ready and they made the decision to do it. So, yeah, that was so cool. We were all leaving and then just going back down to the river, you know, it was <laughs> wait, wait, come so back. So cool. 
And that river they had picked out, they picked out a great little beautiful spot on the river. And I think a few days before it was crystal clear waters Mm -hmm. and then it had rained. And so the waters were literally like the orangest, muddiest (laughs) color you have ever seen. And they did not even think twice. They just hopped right in that river. And um, it was really cool. Um, There was another baptism after that. Basically, these these two parents that you baptized, they have tons of family, right? So, Dodie, can you tell us just a little bit about what happened after that? Like, you had this other group, right? Well, um, we began to teach um, this couple in our home to disciple them um, more. And um, they were, of course, very enthusiastic about what they had learned and um, were sharing it with their family members and the man's brothers and cousins, um, were very interested. And so we suggested that we start a new group. And so we did, um, we started a new group and within a matter of, um, several weeks, they also decided that they were going to be baptized as well. And it was a big decision for them. And, um, at that time too, they had been coming, the men had been coming, but the wives had not been coming um, consistently to the story group. And we were a little, we didn't really know what to expect, whether or not the wives would be baptized. Um, but the husbands had been going home after the story group and telling their wives the stories. And um, and that day they, they decided to do it. And so all, I think it were what, four couples that were baptized that day. It was very exciting. And some of the teenage children as well. Yeah, that was awesome too. Um, Lydia, can you tell us a little bit about like what the actual day was like? I mean, I know afterwards we 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 hung out and, and just kind of what what it looked like. Yeah, so the day of that baptism was a really cool day. Like Dodie had said, the men of the families, they had been coming and they had been listening and hearing the Bible stories. And they had really counted the cost and decided that they wanted to follow Jesus. But a lot of these wives, we really didn't know. We didn't really have the opportunity to share with them. Um, and so on the day of the baptism, they all showed up. And when they all showed up, I mean, I think we were all still just kind of thinking it was the men that were going to be baptized. We wait and see, like, hopefully the wives are supportive of it, but we weren't super sure. Um, but we got there and it was just down this mountain. You hike down the mountain, everybody, and you got to a river. And then when you got to the river, everybody had their machete and they just like macheted the whole thing and got it all ready for everybody. And they've found their spot they were going to baptize the people in the river but the water was running and it was pretty shallow so then they're all gathering rocks and cutting down bushes and like making this dam (laughs) so that they can build a dam to make the water deeper so they can baptize in that spot in the river and so um at the beginning of this whole process the leader who had just received christ um the first couple to receive christ he explained the gospel to everybody the whole group in mistech and he really took time to make sure that they understood what they were doing and the significance of it. And so as he was explaining that, the men who had already committed to be baptized, they were ready and they were willing. And we began to baptize and they were baptized. And then they just kept coming. Like it was like a never ending process and more people kept getting baptized. And it was just really cool to see that these women who had heard the gospel from their husbands and had come and had heard the gospel presented that day, just had the courage and the boldness to step forward and say, yes, this is what I want to do. I want to walk in obedience. I know this is right. And so they were baptized as well. And then after that, we sang some praises, and we just spent a long time praying for the believers. 
there was different ones that came up and just expressed different needs that they had. Maybe it was an illness or just different struggles that they were having that they requested prayer for. And so we all just gathered around and laid our hands on them and prayed for them, which is a really special time and praying that the Lord would strengthen them for the things they would encounter and the trials they would face for their faith. Um, and then after that, we came back and they decided to make a big meal. We had, um, a caldo, so like a soup with some meat tortillas. And we just celebrated with them and sang some praise songs and just really tried to encourage those believers in the next step of faith that they were making in their public profession. Dodie, do you remember what we ate the first baptism? (laughs) Well, the first baptism, um, all of us missionaries, the, the families and the volunteers, we, um, or the journey girls, we, um, had a goat. Um, it was someone that we asked to do it. Obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know how to make goat, but, um, <laughs> we paid for someone to, um, roast a goat and, um, made soup. And, and that's a very traditional Mistec meal that, that they eat often at celebrations. And so we thought it would be something unique and special. We wanted to honor them and we wanted to celebrate them. We wanted to show them that this is a big deal. And, um, you know, in the Catholic church, whenever children are baptized, it's a big, big, big party. Um, it's, um, a big deal. And so obviously it wasn't the same level, but yet we wanted to show them that it was something to celebrate. And so we, um, we provided the food that time, but then with the understanding that the next time it happened, that this couple then would would be on them to provide for, um, the next people who would be baptized. And so, um, and that's what happened. They made a, um, a chicken soup, I believe, um, that's the second time around. And they served um, these these new believers that were their family members that were baptized that second time. Yeah. So then after the second baptism, there were all these wives, some of which had heard some of the stories, um, but some had not. So we started a a group of women who we were just going to kind of go through some of the Bible stories from the beginning with them. And um, Lydia, can you tell me a little bit about what what that was like? That was a really cool experience because it was more than just like an evangelistic story set. You're actually discipling these women and teaching them. Okay, now that I know that you've understood what the gospel is and you've decided to follow Jesus, but this is who you're choosing to follow. And it was really cool to be able to see them so excited about the scriptures. Um, Very quickly, they were inviting their friends and family members, and it went from being this little group of these few women who were baptized, who understood the gospel, but didn't really understand a lot about the Bible and who Jesus was, to them, but then also people were coming in who hadn't heard the gospel, and it was all new to them. And so it was really cool how that um, just provided an opportunity for them to continue or start to witness to their family members by inviting them and sharing with them. And then also allow them to be discipled and taught who Jesus is and how they can serve him. And so from that story group, there was actually another lady and her son who um, came and they decided they wanted to follow Jesus too. By through that witness and that time that we spent together studying the Bible with these new believers, they wanted to follow Jesus too, which led to our next baptism. Yeah, she was ready to get baptism. She stood up and she said, I don't care what day, what time, I want to get baptized. And we'd been teaching through the scriptures, you know, about what baptism looked like. And so we we didn't want to make her wait, and we just went for it. And um, that particular baptism, they they actually made pizza, 
and brought individually sliced pieces of pizza in these big coolers and afterwards we all had oranges and pizza and soda and one of my favorite things about that baptism was um, I had played the guitar down at the river and then this guy just wanted to help me carry the guitar up the river and um, so I gave it to one of the new believers who's a musician actually and we get up to the to the hill and we're eating pizza and he just starts singing and starts playing a worship song and it was so cool because he just had that guitar and he just felt led to to sing a worship song um, so that was really cool to see him one of the new mixed up believers worshiping um, for the whole group and there was a lot of people there um, some people we didn't even know and um, so there's more and more people are still coming and seeing these things and it's just really really exciting um, ladies do y'all have anything else you wanted to add about what these baptisms look like yeah it's been really cool to be able to see how these baptisms are done within an indigenous community um, because a lot of our experiences we've grown up in the states or we've had a lot of church cultural baptism experiences but this has been really different to see how the indigenous Mestec people do it. And we've been really careful as we're teaching them and discipling them that we just want to teach them the Bible. We want to teach them what the Bible says about baptism and how the biblical example was. And then encourage them to make their own decision about, okay, how do you want to do this? As new believers, as Mestecs, how do you want to, how do you want to form your church? Because we recognize that the decisions that we make whether we realize it or not, they're going to set the precedence for what's happening in the future of this church. That if we tell them, or maybe by example, we don't even realize it, but your baptism has to be done like this, and then afterwards you have to eat this and celebrate like that because that's what our experiences are, then they're going to have this like Western culture church that's not really theirs. And so you really want to be careful to teach them what the Bible says and allow them to be involved in making those decisions. And as a result of that, it's been really cool to be able to see how they understand what the Bible says, and they want to obey it, and they do obey it, but how it's done as in this Mestec culture. Yeah, that really is important. Dodie, did you have anything else you want to add? Um, no, not really. Um, I think that's a good point, though, that Lydia made. And um, and so, yes, we're encouraging our um, new believers, as, as our husbands are baptizing, that they can be right there alongside them um, in the water if they are a new believer and can step out that way in, in a leadership role. And so, yeah, well, we are just praising God for these new believers. Thank you guys so much for praying. Um, continue to pray for them as they walk out this new life in Christ and that we'll continue to share with more and more of their family members and we'll have more baptisms to report to you in a, hopefully a couple of months. All right, well, thanks for joining us today.